What's up everybody, this is Benny's with Benny coming to you from a place with great beaches, great beer, and great food. Newport, Oregon. That's right, we are across state lines right now. My fiance had a gymnastics competition that she was coaching here in Newport, Oregon, and I got to tag along for the weekend. Sorry the episode is a day late. Uh, first things first, I would like to go ahead and issue my condolences to Kobe Bryant's family and the families of the other victims regarding that terrible helicopter crash. We're going to go ahead and have a moment of silence here in remembrance of those families and Kobe Bryant. All right, thank you, folks. I really appreciate that. Hope it was uh, hope it was all right with you. I will try to make this episode be only twenty four minutes and eight seconds in remembrance of Kobe Bryant. He was uh, somebody I definitely did look up to, although I wasn't a huge fan of his due to the fact that he would always either eliminate the Blazers um, or or cause us some issues here and in get into where we needed to go for the finals. Uh, growing up, I certainly respected what he was about, who he played for, and how he played. Most importantly. Um, especially how big of a family man he became before he passed. Uh, so, Kobe, thank you for all the life lessons you've taught me and every other kid out there that used to throw a piece of paper in the garbage can and shout Kobe. Um, so, like I said here, we'll, we'll try to keep this episode of 24 minutes and 8 seconds. I do have an interesting topic for you. Uh, being that it is February, it is going to be about that uh, about relationships, and it is going to be about taking that first step and talking to your crush, whether it is a guy or a girl or whatever. Um, you know, and kind of just taking those first steps, how to deal with that, how to go about it, how to gain the confidence and kind of uh, attitude for success when it comes to those kind of things. Um, you know, so Kobe preached living life, uh, you know, living life like we have to do it and uh, making sure that we do everything we can to the best of our abilities. So being that it is February, I'm telling you folks to ask the people you have feelings for out. I'm telling you to take that first step. I'm telling you to, to have that mama mentality and go out there and do something that is is uncomfortable, pushing you to to be the best you can be of yourself to, to get somewhere. Um, being that it is February, like I just said here, folks, Valentine's Day is approaching, so we are going to be doing four episodes this month. Uh, they will be dropping Saturday or Sunday. Um, I've been trying to get back on that Saturday Saturday statement stuff, but it's it's just been difficult, especially with driving down here yesterday, and then uh, my fiance needed my help getting set up for the competition and whatnot, so I was I was unable to do that. But I appreciate your patience and hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, so, like I said, this this week's episode is kind of. Uh, me being that that guy to tell you to take that first step, to tell you to kind of open up your 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 sensitive side and open up your your vulnerability and and proceed to to try and either ask that girl out, to ask that guy out, uh, you know, take a chance, roll the dice, and and see how it pays off for you. Um, you know, this is a this is something that I, I preach a lot because a lot of people here, when they see me and my fiance, they uh, they don't understand how we ended up together. She is. Um, as you would quote unquote say way out of my league, but uh, I'm somebody who doesn't believe in leagues folks. I'm somebody who doesn't like, uh, you know, like to like to group people into ratings or, or statuses or whatever it may be regarding how they look or what they are. Am I lucky to have my fiance? Yes. Am I blessed to? Yes, of course. How did she fall in love with me? I do not know. I still don't understand it, but I'm lucky, uh, luckier than heck that she did. Um, uh, so we'll, we'll kind of be explaining about kind of some steps I took to, to initiate this, uh, relationship and initiate kind of that, that first date step and kind of what went wrong, what went right, how I kind of got around it and, and how we ended up where we are today. And I'm not saying that everybody you're going to ask out on a date is somebody you're going to get engaged to and married and all this stuff, but you never know. 
you know, you, you, you never know. Uh, certainly when I started dating my fiance, I didn't know it would be, you know, it would be the, the love of my life, love for my life kind of thing, but it turned out to be, and I'm, I'm more than happy that it is. Um, so without further ado, we'll go ahead and in remembrance of Kobe Bryant as well, I broke it down into eight steps. Um, so we'll kind of go through just some, some tips and tricks here to kind of make this, uh, make this process of taking that first step and, and asking that, that girl or guy out. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll kind of touch on both perspectives, guys and girls, um, for, to the best of my ability. I'm not trying to, not trying to step on anybody's toes here. I'm just trying to say how I think it might be processed and how it might look. So let me know what you think once the episode is posted and without further ado, we'll go ahead and get started. So I get, I get told oftentimes where, you know, I have a, I have a friend, whether it's a girl or a guy and they tell me, they're like, Ben, you know, I just, I just don't want to make things awkward. I don't, I don't want to take that first step because I'll, I'll ruin the friendship. I'll ruin, you know, I'll ruin the relationship, quote unquote, whatever it is that, that you folks have already. And, you know, it'll just make things really, really uncomfortable between the two of us. Folks, you need to, I mean, if you have feelings for somebody, we've, we've all been there, whether it's, it's, it's a crush, you know, whether it's, it's honestly, if you, you believe it's true love or whatever it is, you know, you, you, you need to be honest with yourself and honest with the individual that you have those feelings towards. I'm not, I'm not saying go up to your friend and be like, Hey, I love you. I want to be with you for the rest of my life. Cause that's just weird. But I'm saying, you know, you can take steps to kind of be honest with yourself and, and accept the fact that, Hey, you want this to go somewhere and you need to do something about it to get there. Um, you know, cause if you, if you keep dwelling on those feelings, that, that awkwardness, it's not going to get anywhere. And, you know, you certainly have to go out there with the mentality that you can do something. You know, when my fiance gave me her phone number in my yearbook, I went home and I told my brother, I got, you know, Jenna's phone number. And he's like, okay. And I was like, he's right. It is just okay because it isn't a big deal. I'm not doing anything with it. So I was honest with myself. And, you know, I was like, if I want this to go somewhere, if I want to take advantage of this, you know, opportunity, this, this ability to connect with somebody that I have feelings for, I need to, I need to take that first step. So I did. I took that first step. You know, I, I messaged her immediately thanking her for giving me her phone number. And I was, you know, started talking to her and here we are almost five and a half years later. So, you know, folks, you can, you can certainly do it. Like I said, uh, step number one here is being honest with yourself, really realizing that, Hey, if you want something to change, you have to be ready for it to change. And you have to deal with that awkwardness and that uncomfortableness. And if the person doesn't reciprocate those feelings, nothing bad really happens. I mean, yeah, it might be awkward for a few months, but are you going to lose a friend about it? If you approach it correctly, probably not. You know, if you approach it with, Hey, I love you. Oh my God, I don't want to be with anybody else, but you. And you're kind of putting pressure on them that might scare them away. And you do not want to do that. You want to approach it in like a, Hey, you know, I've been thinking about this, blah, 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 blah. But you know, I, I like you more than a friend. What do you feel? You know, what do you think about that? What do you feel about that? Whatever. Um, certainly don't try to slide in there. You don't, don't try to be sleazy about it. Cause that's just not cool. Um, step number two is being yourself. Um, when my fiance and I went out on our first two dates, the first date was, uh, extremely uncomfortable being the fact that when we were approaching the movie theater and all this, uh, you know, where we went to, where we went to go and we went to see the fault in our stars, uh, for those of you who don't know, and we were approaching to go, you know, to go up to the movie ticket counter and, you know, my fiance goes, Oh, I need to get my ticket. And I was like, Oh, I actually bought your ticket for you. And she goes, why did you buy me my ticket? This isn't a date. Now picture that awkward situation, <laughs> you know, where I, uh, I purchased that ticket. I get, you know, I got, I got pretty dressed up. I put on the best cologne I could. I shaved all this, you know, styled my hair. And, you know, I had this girl who I had feelings for just look at me and tell me this isn't a date, you know, like, don't get your ho hopes up. What are you doing? 
And I told her, you know, in, in the words of my in the words of my father, he's like, if you're you know inviting whether a girl or a guy out, and and you're asking them to spend time with you, treat them to that, you know, whatever it is that you that you're doing. So that's what I did. You know, I told her I was like, well, you know, I wanted to take you out, and I wanted to offer, you know, and, and purchase a ticket for you here. And uh, you know, it was it was extremely uncomfortable for for the both of us, because I think it, at that moment she knew that I was kind of approaching it in like a I want this to turn into something kind of date instead of uh, you know I'm just here to get to know you, but. Step number two, like I was saying, is being yourself. Because when my fiance told me that this wasn't a date, you know, when she hit me with that rejection, quote unquote, I didn't really panic. You know, I, I sat down in the movie theater and I was like, you know, right now I have one night with this girl who I have feelings for and she doesn't even know me and I don't really know her. So instead of approaching this and like, I need to be macho, I need to be, you know, whatever it is, I need to be this ideal person that she needs me to be. I was just myself. I was like, you know, if she's never going to see me again, why do I have to pretend to be something I'm not? But the fun fact was when I was just being myself, we actually had a really good time, you know, and, and we got to where we are today because of it, because we, after the movies, we, we went and we got milkshakes and then we drove around in a car, literally just talking for two and a half, three hours. And, you know, it was extremely late when I dropped her off at home. We didn't do anything. And, you know, it was more so just getting to know her for her that really helped to help the situation out. You know, it, it really helped her get to see who I am and what I'm about. And by seeing that, she realized I'm not somebody who's just, you know, looking, you know, for a, for a fling or something. I was just myself and I was honest. I answered whatever question she had for me openly and honestly, and I didn't hold anything back. I told her about my mistakes and, you know, previous stuff and, and my successes in previous stuff. And I was just an open book essentially. Um, and you know, I was, I was, hoping she would give me that same respect back and she did you know um, but of course you know that was understood over time and time but you know being yourself is, is something that's underrated like we, we we tell people to do that you know we tell everybody oh just be yourself and you'll be fine but how many of us really do that like how many of us definitely do not change in front of our significant other and then when we're we're, we're, we're with our friends like you know me for, I, I take pride in that I take pride in the fact that I don't change who I am I don't, t I don't change what I do when I'm around my fiance versus when I'm around my friends. I'm, I'm myself, whether I'm at work, I'm at home, I'm around her, I'm around my guys, I'm whatever, you know, and, and of course, sometimes, you know, the language is going to change between the guys and how I talk to them and how I talk to her, you know, <laughs> and all that stuff. But it's not necessarily something that is, that is changing me as an individual. I don't pretend to be something I'm not, um, you know, so Folks, like I said, you want to be honest with yourself. You want to be yourself whenever it is that, that the state does go. And, you, you know, it, it, you know, when you do ask that person out, when you do take that first step to kind of initiate this going somewhere, if it doesn't turn out the way you want it to, don't panic. Just just take it as an opportunity to be yourself and, and show the other party kind of how you are and, and who you are. Um, going on to step number three here, don't be too forward. I can't preach that enough, folks. If I was... You know, if I, uh, if my fiance and I went out on that first date, the, the first interaction between her and I, and I was just like, oh my God, I really like you. Like, oh, can we date? Like, that would be just weird folks. Like you don't do that. You don't encroach your, your, yourself. You know, you don't throw yourself onto somebody that much. There are situations where it might work, you know, if something extreme is going on, um, you know, if they're going through a hard time and you, you realize it's not going anywhere, you can maybe say that you have strong feelings for them, but I, I, I wouldn't advise for it just because it's, it's hard to say that. I mean, a lot of people drop the, the, the L word a lot, you know, they're like, I love this person. I love you. And then six months later, they're loving somebody else. I mean, it's because a lot of people don't understand what love is. You know, love isn't sex. Love isn't dates. Love isn't spending money on somebody. Love is genuinely craving that person's presence and 
not being able to fun- function normally without them there. Um, you know, like for me, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely like, I get in a damn, like a sadder mood when my fiance isn't around me. Um, you know, I'm not saying like I'm depressed and all this, but it's like, she does make my day better every day that I see her, whether we have a fight, whether we don't, it's just something that kind of brightens my day up no matter what's going on. Um, I could feel like the world is falling apart, but if she's, you know, near me or around me or trying to cheer me up, I recognize that and, and I, you know, reciprocate it to the best of my ability. And I'm not trying to be all corny and cheesy with you folks, but you know, honestly, you know, not being too forward and not pushing your feelings onto somebody else is, is extremely important. Um, you know, you have to understand that there isn't really any need or there isn't any obligation of the individual that you're speaking to, to, uh, to reciprocate the feelings that you have. There's, you know, that person that you have feelings for that you, you know, may have done X, Y, Z things for doesn't have to do any of that stuff back. You know, we've, we've spoke about this in my previous segments, but not in terms of relationships and dating, but you know, you're not necessarily doing these things for somebody because you want them to do them back. You're doing them because you want to be an honest person. You know, if this is truly who you are and you're doing these things for them, then go ahead and do them. But if it isn't, if you have some sick plan behind you by trying to make them feel guilty or pressuring them to stay with you or whatnot, then, you know, you shouldn't be doing that in the first place, folks. It's, it's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for them. Um, you know, don't, don't be too forward with your thinking. Like I said, you know, you want to be honest with yourself. You want to be yourself, you know, and be honest with that individual, you know, be, be yourself. Don't, don't surprise them. Um, you know, don't be too forward. Like I said, cause it it can ruin, it can ruin a, a, you know, a date in a moment's notice, or or it can ruin an interaction in a moment's notice. Uh, you know, you want to be respectful of their feelings and their opinions and what's going on and and all of this, because last thing you want to do is, is, you know, ask them out on a date or ask them to go do something that you don't enjoy doing and you make yourself feel uncomfortable and then they feel uncomfortable and then the entire night's ruined just because you were trying to be something that you're not and you were trying to do something for them. You know, try to find a middle ground for something you both enjoy doing. Um, You know, usually dinner in a a movie is a good way to start. Uh, You know, I would recommend seeing the movie first and then going to dinner or, you know, having a drink afterwards if you're over 21 or whatever it may be um, just because it gives you kind of something to talk about and, you know, uh, communicate over, uh, instead of delving right into those personal questions, kind of like my fiance and I did. Um, but it was actually interesting because when my fiance and I did it, we, we started with the, uh, we started with the, you know, tell me something about yourself. Nobody else knows. And that question can be open-ended and it can be as forwarded and as, as, as back as you wanted to. And, you know, you can stem off of anything for it. So it might be a good question to ask. Who knows? Um, Something that my fiance told me to include in this segment, <laughs> and uh, I, I agree with it to some extent, but all my all my homies out there that are listening, and uh, the dudes, it's a it's a reach, but apparently cute is good, folks. Uh, girls like cute. Um, I know that's a generalization, but cute is not you know like buying a teddy bear and roses and all this. Like yes, that's nice, but you don't want to do that on a first date. What cute means is like making those mistakes, being corny and quirky. Um, you know. If you make a mistake, you don't need to be macho all the time. You don't need to be in charge all the time. You don't need to be, you know, the strongest, most dangerous person in the room. And even if you are, nobody else has to know that but you. Um, you know, it's one of those things where, where ladies appreciate a guy who has feelings, you know, and guys appreciate a girl who has feelings, somebody they can connect to and, and, and talk to. You know, this may be a generalization. I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes, but don't be afraid to make those mistakes. Don't be afraid to make a fool out of yourself and, you know, if you spill water on yourself, spill a drink on yourself, trip, whatever, don't, you know, don't act all macho about it. Uh, you know, it's, it's something that, that, that 
people will appreciate getting to see that that sincere humoristic side of you so so make sure to keep that in mind um you know it's a it's it's a good step for sure um something that i wanted to touch on here you know when i say cute is good people always ask me how do you know i guess how did i know when when my fiance would enjoy the things that we're doing and what i'm talking about what i'm saying where we are you know i guess what plans are and I always tell them body language. Body language speaks volumes to what's going on, folks. You you really have to pay attention to those body language cues, the um, you know the smiles, the eye contact, the the arm behavior, how they're sitting, what they're talking about, how often they're you know chewing, swallowing, drinking, whatever. Obviously, if you're asking somebody a question they don't want to answer, they're going to drink and eat more, so they don't have to answer it as quickly as you want them to. Um, but it's just one of those things you can judge a lot by by how comfortable someone is around you based on how they're behaving with their body. You know, if you have somebody sitting across from you and their arms are crossed and they're leaning away from you and you're leaning forward, that's obviously a red flag. Don't do that. Lean back. Let the person feel comfortable. Um, you know, certainly pay attention to, to kind of the cues. How often do they make eye contact? Do they make eye contact with you when they're talking? If they don't, you know, they're probably branching off, pulling something out of somewhere so they can sound relevant or trying to impress you or whatnot. Um, you know, definitely don't try to lie. Don't try to, don't try to manipulate. Um, you know, but body language is a really key part, folks. You, you really want to read into how open this individual is towards you. Um, you know, I, I, I read a book a, a few years ago called what everybody is saying, and it was everybody like body, um, you know, a physical body is saying, uh, written by an FBI agent, essentially how to read cues and, and body language of people, um, you know, and, and how they feel around you just based off of small things. And eye contact is a big one. Um, you know, whether or not you tilt your head when you talk to somebody when you don't, whether you puff out your chest when you speak to somebody, whether you don't, you know, all that stuff. But, you know, when it comes to in terms of dating, you know, you want to try to maintain eye contact, obviously not piercing, don't don't sit there and just like pierce into their, you know, eyes and, and try to see in their soul and all this shit. But it's just like, be friendly, be relaxed, smile, laugh. You know, if you talk with your hands, feel free to do it, but don't, you know, sit there like a statue and don't be, you know, don't be playing charades at the dinner table. Um, essentially just kind of relax. And, and, you know, if, if you're, if you're open and honest and you're having a good time and, and your body language is communicating that more often than not, the person across from you is going to reciprocate that body language and be the same way. So body language is, is a really big, important thing, folks, you know, don't hug people who don't want to be hugged. Don't touch people who don't want to be touched you know, don't go for the handhold immediately. Don't all that stuff. You know, I get that. Like, do you kiss on the first date? My fiance and I did not, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, we didn't kiss for like the first five or six we had. And it was kind of a choice on my end and hers. Um, you know, after our first date, when we went out, you know, and we were, you know, out to the milkshakes and we spoke for two and a half, three hours and I dropped her off at home, you know, she went in for that good night kiss, but I leaned away and I, I respectfully gave her a hug, not necessarily rejecting her, but I was just like, if this isn't a date, if this isn't going anywhere, I don't need to kiss you. Um, you know, funny fact is it led somewhere and, you know, like we, we got engaged and, you know, now we're, we're planning a wedding together. So body language is important. Um, number six here, I touched on it a little bit, setting and scenario. Um, you really want to make sure that you're going somewhere that's comfortable. Go somewhere public. Don't go somewhere too intimate for the first date, folks. I mean, if you're going on a hike, that's fine. Uh, you know, maybe show them your favorite hiking spot and whatnot. But try to be respectful and mindful of what they enjoy doing as much as what you do. You know, I, I said this when I first started, you know, being honest and being yourself. You really want to make sure that the, the setting and scenario is correct. Where you're doing this first date, what you're doing for the first date. Don't make it you know, something uncomfortable for, for him or her. Don't make it something uncomfortable for you. Be honest with yourself about what you enjoy doing and what you actually want to do, folks. Um, you know, when you kind of tee it up, when you go ahead and take that first step and ask that individual out, you know, make sure you set up the scene correctly. Don't, don't be worried about, 
essentially uh, make, making a good impression be worried about having a good time and whether or not you're going to enjoy what you're doing because it speaks volumes to who you are as an individual and taking her or him to do something that they enjoy can speak volumes to you and, and you know the success of how good the date goes um, number seven that's that's a that's a really big one that I, I think a lot of people kind of shy away from is is the confidence you know I, I get people tell me all the time I'm not brave enough I can't I'm afraid to it's like folks everything is scary in life. You're, you're going to have to take that first step, you know, in, in, in words of the, in words of, of our, our great Kobe Bryant, you know, you want to live life to the fullest when you can. And are you really somebody who's going to sit there and have these feelings for somebody and, and not be vocal about them? You know, I'm not necessarily being forward and, you know, not necessarily trying to tell you to be forward and go up there and be like, Oh my God, I love you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you, but take the chance, take the shot. You know, one of Kobe's famed things was, hitting those buzzer beaters and that takes incredible confidence just grabbing that ball and, 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 you know, draining it. And you, you have to accept whether or not you make it or you miss it because it's, it's just a part of life. And, you know, if you shoot your shot, you can't really be mad at yourself, but what you can do is you can go to the gym and practice more and more until, until you nail it. It's kind of how relationships work. I mean, if the first, you know, first, second, third time doesn't work out, don't be afraid to take the shot, the fourth or fifth, obviously no one to quit, but and, you know, more so no to accept whatever it is that the individual you're asking out tells you. You know, if the individual says, look, hey, we're really good friends. Unfortunately, I just don't have any feelings for you like that. I don't see you in that manner. Respect that. Don't push past that. You know, my fiance never told me that. You know, she never said, I don't see you as anything more than a friend. You know, but I wasn't persistent in like the, I'm going to date this girl. I'm going to date this girl. I was just spending my time with her when she would give me her time. And, and that's how it worked. Uh, so, you know, make sure you accept whatever it is that, that the person you ask tells you so you are aware of what's going on and kind of how things are going. Because last thing you want to do is be too too pushy and too forward. And then uh, number eight, um, you know, I wanted to touch on this one, confidence, folks. You know, you, you have to have that confidence. Girls, guys, anybody out there, even dogs can can, can tell when somebody is confident and when somebody isn't. You know, if you if you want to ask this girl or guy out on a date, don't don't chicken out out of it. You know, don't be like, oh, I wanted to talk to you about something. Don't set it up to be this major revelation. Just be like, yeah, hey, what are you doing? You know, you want to go see this movie? Let's grab dinner sometime. And then casually hint at it. Don't be like, hey, you know, I want to take you on it out on, on a date so we can talk about our feelings and how I feel about you. Because that's just way too forward, folks. Um, you know, you want to carry yourself with the confidence that even if they say no, you know, this isn't something I want to do or no, no, thank you, you're not shattered and you're not devastated. It's just like a take it with a grain of salt and move on. Um, you know, like I said, their reciprocation doesn't have to be there for you. Uh, but, but most importantly, what you do, do want to do is, is show them that you had the confidence to take that first step and, and, and that you did appreciate the fact that they would even hear you out. So remember, folks, the, the eight-step process here to how to kind of cue yourself up to, to ask that person out. Be honest with yourself. Be yourself. Don't be too forward. Cute is good. Read the body language. Set the set the setting and scenario up correctly. Accept the response no matter what it is and have the confidence to, to, to shoot your shot again, whether or not you're rejected the first time or you drain it. Um, it's really, really important, folks, that you're taking, you know, taking life and, and living it to the fullest of your ability because last thing you want to do is, is get to a point where you're like, hey, man, what could have been? And, you know, I ask my, I ask my friends all the time, isn't it? Isn't it better to, to, to live your life with remember wins than what ifs? Because um, certainly those remember wins are going to be better stories than, than scenarios of what could have happened if you did something. 
So uh, make sure to do that, folks. Make sure to take that first step. It is February. Don't be afraid to be cute. Even ask that person if they want to be your Valentine or some shit. You can, you know, who knows? Get creative with it. Uh, next week's episode is actually going to be touching on a little bit of uh, Valentine's Day ideas and kind of some ideas of how to do things. So I hope you folks tune in. And I wanted to stick uh, stick to my word here in appreciation for Kobe and remembrance for him. We're going to end the episode at 24 minutes and 8 seconds. So thank you for tuning in, and I hope to to see you folks here tuning into the episode next week. And don't be afraid to take that first step. Take care of yourselves now.